Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good day, one and all. Hello, friends. Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm Vic. You probably don't know that by now, but I'm Vic. And welcome to Vic's Horrifyingly Rockin' Podcast. How y'all doing today? Not like, not like you can really answer me right now, but I feel like I could feel you. I feel like I feel like I could feel you already. Uh, it's a crazy, crazy time in the world right now. It's the, it's the week after the Halloween, the greatest holiday of them all. It's the first week of November, so I think, I think a lot of you know what week it is in 2020. It's a crazy time for one and all. Lots of crazy energy out there. Um, Lord knows, I kind of went through the ringer personally with it a lot, and this this little episode here, this little edition of uh, the Horrifyingly Rockin' Podcast is just more about me just getting down, just to kind of, kind of, just to have fun with something, just, just to talk about something that I enjoy doing, and just having, having a break from it all, and hopefully you will take part in this break, hopefully this, this audio, these words, this story, uh, these stories, I should say, give you a break from it as well. Um, real quick note, as many of you have, of you know, I'm a very, very big, uh, music buff. Uh, I just threw on a very old, uh, album, uh, had not heard in quite some time, forgot how good of an album this is. I just had on System of a Down's Toxicity, man, what a good album. That was one of the first albums, uh, that myself, uh, being a drummer that I learned front to back and would play, you know. So I would sit down in my kit, even though it's like 14 songs or something, something crazy like that. I think it's 14, 15 songs, and it's only 40. I think uh, I think I saw it, it's 44 minutes long. So <laughs> it's not like it's ultra taxing in terms of like the um, the length of the songs by any means. But uh, a very good album. Uh, if you don't know it, uh, I definitely recommend you checking it out. Definitely brought me back to. Damn, when was that? That was probably 2001, 2002-ish. Really good times. Uh, Brought me back to, I think it was the second OzFest I I went to. Um, Yes, back in 2002. For those of you that do not know what OzFest is, (laughs) OzFest used to be a uh, yearly festival that was headlined um, by Ozzy Osbourne or Black Sabbath each year. Um, and I got to see some really great bands. That was a, that was the first time, first time I got to see Disturbed. I'm talking like early Disturbed on there. I got to see um, very early Slipknot on the Slipknot on there. I got to see Mudvayne, um, System of a Down. First time I saw Black Sabbath. I was on Osbest. That was pretty awesome. Uh, Marilyn Manson, Rob Zombie, all these guys. So the first time I, that I had ever seen them was back uh, on the on the early 2000s Ozfest. So great times. I got to see um, System of a Down on my second Ozfest. Like I said, co-headline with Ozzy Osbourne. A great memory that brought back. Um, but yes, I was. Uh, those are tales from from yesteryear. Now it's focused focus on more recent history. Uh, we just closed the happiest, greatest time of the year. Some would call that Christmas. I call it Halloween season. Um, what a what a good time! You know, I it's let's call this episode Halloween season of the list, and and we're going to talk about the list. I know I've mentioned it briefly. The list of of movies that I have been had been accumulating in terms of the amount of movies that I was watching between Labor Day and Halloween. I set out to surpass last year's total and. 
You'll have to find out if I did or not. I'm going to go over the list. So I talk about some really great finds that I had. Um, going to mention the the crap that I found and watched and didn't fully sit through all of them because I I reached a point where like I cannot do this anymore. But yes, Halloween season has ended. Um, but like the T-shirt that I own says October 31st is for tourists. Uh, I live Halloween all year round, which is true. As I sit here in my cave of awesome, my cave of horror, my cave of spooky, surrounded by all things horror and Halloween. Um, so yeah, like I like I mentioned uh, a minute ago with, with the list, I start uh, I start my movie watching um, challenge right around Labor Day. So that's that's pretty much when my Halloween season begins. Is right around Labor Day each year, right 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 around the time of my birthday. That's when I opens that's when season opens that's when summer officially ends for me and halloween season begins i don't remember when i went to it it was early this year i was actually surprised to find one because i didn't think spirit halloween was going to be opening uh this past year i had read something that they were not opening but i found a spirit halloween probably it was a good half hour 40 minutes away it was open before all the rest um, Made my way out there. Officially started my season in the Spirit Halloween. I gotta tell you what. Maybe it's because I'm an I'm an avid Spirit Halloween, uh, you know, shopper. Uh, it's part of my yearly ritual to go to it many times. I think last year in 2019, I went to the I went to my local one a good five six times. Um, uh, this year I only went to it once. Cause I, I gotta say, Spirit Halloween, I was not impressed. I was not impressed at all. You got, you're slacking, you're, uh, you, you're on your high horse because you think you're the only game in town. I think uh, maybe I can just maybe I can rationally justify it and say that it was 2020 and you were not on on on, <laughs> you were not in the greatest of uh, of uh, you were not operating at, at your peak. I guess you could say. But uh, a lot of the things that I did see in, in, in the Spirit Halloween, I had already bought in previous years. It was just, you know, I just felt like, yep, there's, not, there's nothing, nothing for me here. Um, and, you know, I kind of did a one and done this year, which, I, which is very unlike me. So if you could hear my voice, Spirit Halloween, step up your game in 2021. <laughs> Make Halloween great again. Sorry, I had to do it. That just came to my mind. I, I had to go there. Um, yeah, so Spirit Halloween's, it's, it's a big part of the season. Pumpkin beer is another part of the season. I had a few, I had a good three or four. I can't remember any, any of them off the top of my head. I gotta say one thing about pumpkin beer, though. It's like, they're great for the first few sips. And then I, I noticed myself being like, nah, kind of, I'm kind of over this. I'm not a major beer drinker by any means, but tis the season, like they say. But yeah, I've, I, I kind of noticed about halfway through a, a a can of pumpkin beer, I'm usually like, oh, okay, yeah, this is what is, this is what it is here. Um, but yes, tis the season, and as we start to make our way towards the actual Halloween conversation here, I got to say this year Halloween was was a very big unknown. You know, with everything going on with the virus out, out in the world not knowing what restrictions were going to be in place, not knowing if they were going to lock it down, not knowing if they were going to actually pass, you know, uh, I don't want to say a law, but, you know, an executive order banning Halloween or something like that, because it was happening in states and neighborhoods. Um, 
and being being that that this was or is my favorite Halloween, my favorite holiday, I was really hoping to have some bit of normalcy, some at least one little bit of of a break from the craziness of uh, of these crazy times. Um, so yeah, I didn't know if it was going to be banned. I didn't know if anybody, anybody was going to come out. That was another thing. I was curious about all that because I hadn't seen much activity. You know, I was trying to sell a few of my masks. Uh, on, a, on a few of these social media social media marketplaces, um, and we weren't really getting any bites on them. It was just like it was an interesting time. Just really couldn't gauge anything. Um, the weather in the in the week actually leading up to Halloween was quite quite a, a, abysmal. It was two days of like severe fog where it was just dark and gray and black, and then it rained <laughs> nonstop for a good four or five days, like completely just rained. It was just gray and black and, you know, really screws, screws with your, with your emotions. And, um, if anybody suffers from, uh, seasonal, the seasonal depression, oh boy, then that one did definitely played with you, played with you, um, played with your emotions for sure. But yeah, the, the weather, weather wasn't great. And then October 31st rolled around October 31st. Sun was out. Not a cloud in the sky, no rain. A little bit chilly. I think it was like I think we were in the 40s, maybe the very very low 50s as a as a high. So it wasn't the uh, warmest Halloween out there. But I was ready. I was ready. I had my I had my stuff. I had my candy. Um, speaking of candy, uh, I do this thing every year to where I get my standard candy. You know, standard candy for the kids. You know, making sure that they get uh, plenty of Plenty of different options. What I learned, and I, I, I learned it last year, and the stuff that I was kind of meh on as a kid, kids today love, which kind of blows my mind. Like, they love Smarties. I didn't know anybody that loved Smarties. I remember, I remember getting Smarties in my Halloween bag when I was younger, and those were the first things I ate. It's like, get these things the heck out of the way. Eat them now. Be gone. Nowadays, kids kids love Smarties. Kids love Smarties. Kids love Pixie Sticks. I learned that uh, this year we went out. We had some. We brought a ton of Airheads. Kids love Airheads apparently, which is a great thing. Uh, so yeah, bought all a whole big mixture of stuff. And then what I do every year it's a it's a, it's a tradition for myself is for the kids that I feel went above and beyond. Um, with their costumes that really put uh, either thought into it or um, just, it just really got creative. I go to the store and I buy several king size candy bars. So I remember this year I got a couple giant bags of Haribo gummy bears. I got some giant Reese's. Um, I think a giant, yes, a giant Snickers. So I, I was ready. I had my five, I think it was like, I think it was five. Five or six uh, king size things ready, ready for the kids, ready for the ones that put the effort in, that get the the golden ticket, I guess you could say, of the special Halloween candy. Um, yes, yeah, so I was ready with the candy. I was ready with my setup. I don't decorate my the outside of my house for Halloween because I decorate the inside of my house. <laughs> uh, I decorate for me, so I don't have anything on the outside until actual Halloween, which that's when I bring my masks out and I, I display my masks all all along my stairs i have my own personal uh 
I, I always bring out one of my Freddy gloves this year. I brought out one of the Freddy gloves. Um, uh, it was the Freddy versus Jason replica. Not my really good one. I brought out the other one that I have. The one uh, made by a person, if you, anybody out there is listening and you are in the glove collecting world, it was, he was, the glove was made by He Who Shall Not Be Named. Uh, it's not my favorite glove by any means. But I figure if it gets messed up, I'm not going to be ultra upset about it. <laughs> uh, out there with, with, with my glove, out there with, uh, with my Jason mask, I was ready to go. I had the day off, so it was a perfect day. You know, day off from the place of occupation, the place that shall not be named. And why is that? Because they are not a sponsor. So yes, day off, got my setup ready, got my music ready. So I have this very large playlist on my Spotify, full of, of horror movie soundtracks. Horror movie soundtracks. That could be a very good episode um, in the future to, to discuss. Because there are some great horror movie soundtracks out there. So I was ready. Uh... Kids started, and then I, I overheard my neighbors outside. They were all like, yeah, nobody's going to come. Nobody's going to show up. And I was like, I'm holding out hope. I think people are going to crave some normalcy. They're going to crave, uh, they're not going to rob their kids of this virus or no virus. I'm like, they're going to come. Um, so I was ready. I was, I was uh, masked up and then masked up. <laughs> uh, I was ready to, to face and to, uh, to be cool with, with, with whatever came my way. And then the kids started showing up, and they didn't stop showing up. I gotta say, I was pleasantly surprised that I had an insane amount of kids, an insane amount of trick or treaters come my way. Uh, made me very happy. Uh, tickled me, I guess the the phrase is. Um, but yeah, some really cool costumes. Uh, but I gotta say, there's not a lot of originality uh, in terms of costumes anymore. Uh, a lot of them very, very, very generic. I can't even say like some years I know like oh yeah the 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 common costume I saw was blank. I don't even remember a common costume. Um, I remember uh, some costumes of note. Um, there was a really cool family that was all walking around, and they were the entire Adams family, like every single member of the Adams family. Uh, that was pretty awesome to see. Big shout out to them. I saw, I think, two Ghostbusters, which always makes me happy. You know, Child of the 80s, Ghostbusters, such a great, um, great two movies. I'm not going to acknowledge the remake or the reimagining or the retelling or what the hell, whatever the heck that, that, that is called. Not, not that it's bad, it's just it's not Ghostbusters. Um, there, were, there were a few Chuckies, which, was, which, was made, which made me very happy to see. Uh, I believe the first Chucky I saw, he was a young kid. He was probably four or so years old. He got he got one of the golden candies. He got he got one one of the one of the special prizes. As did this other young woman, this this, this young lady, uh, probably same age range, four or five. She was the Grinch. Very well done, very well done. She got she got the prize as well, which made me happy. What made my very heart very happy? There were a few Jason Voorhees. Uh, I gotta say though, the masks were not good. They were the crappy Spirit Halloween masks. Spirit Halloween, step your game up. Have better Jason masks. But just the fact that kids had, um, kids were Jason Voorhees made me very happy. Because not for nothing, I didn't see one Michael Myers. I did not want see one Freddy Krueger. I really didn't see many many horror characters at all. 
which kind of like made me a little bit upset. Like you didn't like not one Michael Myers. It's Halloween. Uh, I digress. I digress. Uh, but yes, a few Jasons. Oddly enough, kids today, they think that dressing up like Jason is, they have the Jason mask. And then they have the Friday the 13th hockey jersey that they sell at Spirit Halloween. It's like, that's Jason to them. I'm like, okay. They've probably never seen a Friday the 13th movie featuring Jason, so they get a pass. As long as they're Jason, keep Friday the 13th, 13th alive. Keep horror alive. Um, so yeah, so that was a, that was uh, a very good find. I had a bunch of kids because like, I wear my Freddy glove on my hand uh, for the most part. Because, you know, it is metal. So when it is cold out, metal gets very cold. My hand freezes. Uh, so I endured a lot of cold moments uh, in the name of Halloween, in the name of trick-or-treating. Uh, but yeah, keeping my glove on and my Jason mask on, I was very happy to see that, I, that you could tell the kids that are going to be horror nuts because they, they lose their mind when they see the glove and they want me to, like, scrape the ground or they want to touch it. And I, and I say, Just please touch the back plate. Do not touch the blades. <laughs> this is my knife. Or these, these, these are my uh, uh, razor gloves. <laughs> this is not yours. Even though, even though they're not sharp and cannot cut you, I still do not want that. So, so it was very cool to see the ones that were like, you can tell are going to be horror fans. Um, makes me very happy. One thing I noticed, though, and I've been noticing in the last couple of years with kids, is that they don't really say trick or treat. I thought that was like sort of like a prerequisite. Like, you say trick or treat. You get the candy. I'd say about maybe half the kids say it. You know, I let, I let it slide. I'll, I'll give them a happy Halloween. Just as long as the kids are happy. And for the most part, they were. Uh, which, you know, especially when you see the young kids get happy. You know, they, they, they come to your door. They get the candy. They walk away, and they're, they're just excited. It's like, that makes my heart happy. That gave me some joy in 2020. Um... I did learn one thing, though, when because whenever the kids came and I, they were getting the golden ticket, the golden candy, I gave them the option. I asked them, what do you like, gummy bears, Reese's, or Snickers? And the first thing to go was the three bags of gummy bears. The kids loved the gummy bears. I was kind of surprised about that. Granted, I haven't trick-or-treated or really eaten candy in a very long time, but I was, I was, I, I figured the Reese's would go first. The Reese's went almost last. The, the Snickers went last. I guess Snickers are, are not a big thing anymore for kids. Uh, I had one girl who didn't even know what a Snickers was, <laughs> which kind of made me laugh. Um, but yes, yeah, so then once, once things started to wrap up, it, the night ended a little bit early. I think it really slowed down around 6.45 p.m. Um, and being that it was a Saturday this year, I didn't know what to expect because... I know that when it's during a work, when it's during the work week, I get the big, uh, I get the the trick or treaters from about three o'clock to around seven thirty, seven forty-five. Uh, this year was uh, say around around one o'clock until close to seven. So it was a nice stretch, very nice batch of trick or treaters. Um, I had a friend over. She uh, got got to experience uh, Halloween with Vic uh, for the first time. My nieces stopped over. My one niece Gianna. It's a, great, it's, a great, it's a great time when she rolls up wearing her unicorn uh, princess costume and there's Uncle Vic there with his Jason Voorhees mask and his Freddy glove and she hit, she's like, oh, 
great, Uncle Vic. <laughs> I love it. She's not afraid. She's uh, she's gonna. I'm gonna turn her in, into a monster kid. I think we're are already partially uh, there, but it's gonna happen. And then as we finished the night, I made sure to go inside, and watch uh, one last movie, and just to kind of get get the list almost finished. And then I actually made it official the very next day, a Sunday, I actually finished the list up. So yes, the list, since I'm segueing there as it is, let's talk about, about the list. Like I mentioned earlier, between Labor Day and Halloween, I start my horror, my horror movie blitz, my horror movie personal challenge. Can I top last year's list? Can I do it? Last year, I had about 106 movies. Now, that was quite a challenge last year. I remember that. I remember last year saying to myself when it was all over, I'm not doing this again. I don't want to do this. Right now, after I finish it this year, I'm saying to myself, I don't want to do this again next year. <laughs> it is such a labor of love. Because you start out really enthusiastic. But it seems like every free moment I had, every moment I was not working at the place that shall not be named because they're not a sponsor, I was watching a horror movie. <laughs> on my days off, I'd watch four, five, some, maybe even once or twice I watched six, which is insane. Uh, even the days I, I did work, I'd watch at least one sometimes too. So we're talking a lot of movies every day between Labor Day and the day after Halloween this time. So yes, yeah, so we're going we're gonna to go down the list. I'm going to tell you the goods, the bads, the uglies. Um, and I guess you could say, I guess we should, uh, make the official announcement that I did top last year's list. Um, I topped out with 125 movies. That is a lot of cinema. That's a lot of hours. That's a lot of time. That's sometimes a lot of frustration. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm going to talk about the goods, the bads, the uglies. I'm going to make, I'm going to make some recommendations. And for this list, I, uh, I made a uh, pledge to myself up until I tied last year's. I was going to watch 80% of stuff that I had not seen in a long time or had never seen at all. So it was a lot of it was brand new to me. And then once I t tied last year's, uh, I was it was a, it was a, it was free game. So here we go with the list. First movie, the movie that, that set it all off, the 2020, The Color Out of Space, fe featuring Nicolas Cage. Heavily recommend this movie. This movie got two thumbs up from me. Uh, it is it is it is trippy. It's Nicolas Cage and all his craziness, but it's amazing. Uh, then we go to to the I think it was made in the '60s. Black Sabbath uh, featuring Boris Karloff. Another another two two thumbs up. I hadn't seen it in a long time. It's interesting. You can tell the movie was shot and recorded in English, but it's an Italian movie, so that it's dubbed in Italian. So it's weird. It's weird. Weird watching it. You can tell they're speaking English, but you're hearing Italian, and then you're reading English subtitles. So, so weird. Uh, then we got One Dark Night from the 80s. Okay movie. We got The Green Room. Okay movie. Nothing, nothing special. Uh, then we have The Golem. Uh, silent film. Jewish silent film from the 20s. Uh, not bad. I had heard a lot about it over time. Just had never gotten to see it. Uh, I, don't, I wouldn't watch it again. Just... I'm glad I saw it, just in terms of like, and I'm not gonna say I've seen it, but uh, it wasn't bad by any means. 
uh, a, a rewatch that I hadn't seen in 20 years. Fear.com from early 2000s. Big thumbs up here. Or big thumbs down here. Just not a fan. Go away. Um, then we have The Night Eats the World. I have a thumbs up next to it. I have no clue what this is. I cannot remember what this movie is by any means. Uh, then we go to a movie that uh, I hadn't seen in a while. Dolls. It's more of a horror comedy. Very cool doll movie. Um, yeah, big thumbs up on that one. Uh, Don't Hang Up. Thumbs up there. That, that was a pretty cool concept on prank calls going wrong. Um, let me go to House 2, Part 2. Not Part 1, but Part 2. Uh, that, was, that was a fun movie. It just wasn't anything special. Just, okay. Uh, Dark Tales of Transylvania. I have no rating next to it. That means I probably didn't like it. Let me go into to the, the Legend of Hell House. Uh, I believe this was made in the 70s. It had a featured Roddy McDowell, uh, which is pretty awesome. Two thumbs up there. Really enjoyed it. I, I watched a lot of old movies during this time, and I watched a lot of anthologies. Um, that was, uh, so yeah, this, this was a very good one. A very modern one called Host. It featured uh, a Zoom call, uh, which I thought was very timely and very interesting. That, that got a thumbs up. Finally, I got to see a movie called Night of the, Le- of Night of the Lepus, a movie I had heard about for a long time. Uh, it's a piece of crap. It is, it is about killer bunnies. Um, there's that. Then I saw one uh, movie called The Shed. Uh, kid traps a vampire in a shed. That's okay. Nothing, nothing special. We have The Possession. I don't have anything next to it, good or bad. I don't remember anything about it. So there's that, The Possession. Uh, Ghost Story from the, I think it was the very early 80s. Two thumbs up there. Very cool. Very old school. Really cool, cool movie. Uh, number 18, they come into a horrible way to die. Uh, thumbs up here. I, th- I thought this was a pretty cool um, pretty cool story. Not wonderful, but definitely worth a watch. Then I stumbled upon something uh, on the app uh, Shudder, which is the uh, all horror fans should, 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 subscribe, sub, should subscribe to Shudder. That's a lot of S's there. Um, uh, because it's, they got so so much so many good things on there, so they have a series on there called The Door into Darkness. It's a TV. I don't want. They're not series. It's because they're they're four individual one hour tales, uh, directed and written by Dario Argento, the famous Italian director, most most famously known for Suspiria. Uh, and he did four little four little things. They were okay. I watched all four of them. Uh, the Neighbor, The Tram, Eyewitness, and I think The Doll. I, yeah, the, 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 I watched The Doll later on, but I definitely watched all four of them. Uh, so that was all that. Was all, they, were, they were okay. 22, we have Little Deaths. Again, I don't remember anything about this. Uh, then, we, then we go to Starry Eyes. That one was Leaving Shutter. That was cool about the price of fame and what you're willing to sacrifice to, to, to attain it. That was all right. Um, then we got Strange Behavior also known as Dead Kids, and that's pretty awesome. It's a movie called Dead Kids. I don't know if you can get away, get away, get away with that these days, but Dead Kids, uh, that, that got a thumbs up. Um, the House That Dripped Blood, such a cool title, such an awesome, awesome, awesome title. Uh, I believe that was an anthology from the 70s. Uh, that got two thumbs up, amazing. Number 26, we come into Elvira, The Mistress of the Dark. It was all right, hadn't seen it in a long time, nothing special. Uh, and then... And, and, Another movie I hadn't seen in a while was that. It was Hellbound, Hellraiser 2, the sequel to the first Hellraiser. Again, pretty good follow-up. Gotta love the Cenobites. Gotta love Hell. Gotta, gotta love Pinhead. 
Uh, then a movie I had never seen. I remember the VHS cover of it, but I've never seen it. Was Dead of Night. Uh, I believe that was an anthology film. Two thumbs up. Awesome stuff there. Um, oh, then became the awesome documentary Scream Queen, uh, featuring Mark Patton from about uh, from his time pre, during, and post uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street two movie. Such a great, great documentary um, where he talks about his uh, struggles as a at the time, closeted gay man, um, and then all the hell he took. He took uh, post Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two. After that, we got Blood Clots. That was a, I believe that was an anthology. Nothing special, nothing great. Doctor Cyclops. That was a Spanguli episode on uh, Saturday night. Again, that was that was yeah your typical crappy Spanguli movie, but all right. Uh, Puppet Master Blitzkrieg, The Bunker of Blood. That was like a, a, a movie all about like some, some about like the best scenes of uh, death and carnage from the Puppet Master movies. That was well worth a watch. Spiral. Spiral. I think, think that was a 2020 or very recent movie. Um, definitely cool thumbs up there. Uh, had a nice little uh, freaky vibe to it. Um, let me go to Evil Little Things. I don't remember anything about this. I don't know. There's that. Uh, and we got Monster Pool, Seven Deadly Sins. This was an anthology movie that featured a tale about all seven deadly sins. Uh, that was cool. It was nothing special, but I remember enjoying it to some degree. Uh, we got from the 80s, we got Fade to Black, which is all right. Uh, watched Squirm, which was a, a movie about worms that get electrified and become killers. Uh, I remember I remember seeing the uh, poster and the VHS cover for this for the longest time. I had never actually gotten around to see it. Glad I saw it, but I don't, I don't need to see it again. Then we go to Demon, which you hear Demon and you think it's like a demon possession movie. Um, this was nothing of the sort. Uh, it was a foreign film. I cannot remember which country produced it. Um, but it definitely had nothing to do with what you thought it was going to. It wasn't a bad movie. It just wasn't... Going in the, in, the, in the direction you were expecting. Then uh, the sequel to All Hallows Eve. We go to All Hallows Eve 2. Um, it was okay. No, it was an okay follow-up. It was also an anthology film. Let me go to the Alice Sweet Alice, uh, which is, I think it was made in the late 70s. Brooks, one of Brooke Shields' first movies ever. It was, uh, you know, th- that's a classic. Definitely something to check out. Uh, then, we, then we come to a documentary called Survival of the Film Freaks. Um, it's about just movie watchers, especially horror movie watchers and where they found films and where they found VHSs and DVDs and the access to them and just, uh, just very cool movie and I, I related to a lot of it you know, being such an avid fan um, let me go to Digging Up the Marrow oh I cannot think of his name it's the guy that made um, the Hatchet films he, he, this is one of his films pretty cool movie, I enjoyed it a uh, movie I had heard a lot about over the last 20 years, but I had never gotten to see it, is The Cell featuring Jennifer Lopez. I thought it was nothing special. Um, <clears throat> I don't need to see it again. Uh, let me go to Frozen. Uh, it had a very cool premise. People got people people go on a ski lift, and the ski lift operator doesn't realize there's people still on the lift, shuts it down, uh, and they're trapped on the ski lift for a week. So you can imagine what happens there. Um Another Spanguli movie, Son of Dracula. I hadn't seen that in a long time. Big Universal film. 
featuring Lon Chaney Jr. as Dracula. It isn't the best Dracula movie in the world. It not the worst. So there's, there's that. Uh, we got Viral. Uh, I'm pretty sure this had to do with the pandemic, oddly enough. Um, yeah, so it, it, it got a one thumb up. I remember there was some cool stuff in it. Let me go to The House's October Built. This was a really cool find for me. I had not seen this. This is about uh, kind of, um, I don't want to say mockumentary. It was uh, documentary uh, footage. Documentary found footage style. There we go. Um, about uh, people that traveling to find extreme haunted houses. Um, speaking of which, people ask me if I go to haunted houses, especially like the really scary ones. I do not. And it's because of movies like this. Because... You let your guard down when you're in these situations, and you because you're suspending your 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 your, your disbelief. Meanwhile, people 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 could be getting murdered there. So, I, so I don't do haunted houses for the most part. Then uh, we got uh, Veronica, which was on Shutter. This was a pile of crap. So big negative, uh, big thumbs down on this one. Uh, a Mexican film called Belzebuth. Um, this was like a Antichrist uh, demon possession movie. It was that's a cool movie, and then, then we got. I believe this is from South Korea. I'm not ultra positive about that, but it's definitely you know Far East made. It's Mon Mon Monsters. Um, cool movie. Uh, I've never watched a movie and wanted everybody to die before. I, I hated every character because the way that they acted, behaved. Uh, yeah. Wasn't cool with that. And then I followed up with another Asian horror movie. I believe I believe this one is South Korean. The Symphony for Lady Visions. It's been a long time since I've seen that one. Um, yeah, thumbs up on that. Um, then we go to Gretel and Hansel from, I think, I think it was from early this year or late, 20, or late 2019. Wasn't impressed. Kind of meh on it. Um, Twice Told Tales. I'm assuming this was an anthology film. I have a thumbs up next to it. I honestly, honestly don't do not remember what it was. Uh, then let me go to Demons Two. I hadn't seen this one forever. Uh, really cool effects in here. Uh, that definitely got a thumbs up. Another Spanguli movie called Island of Terror. Um, again, nothing special. Just your typical Span Spanguli crap. Um, let me go to two movies that. Uh, well, one I hadn't seen in forever uh, was The Beyond about you know. Finding that gateway to hell in uh, Louisiana, I believe it was. Uh, cool stuff, cool, cool effects. And then I had to do, I kind of called them uh, palate cleansers. <laughs> you know, movies that I like, just to kind of like break up the monotony of finding some crap and just go to a go to a tried and true movie that I enjoy. So this was the I went to the stuff. The stuff was a good one. Uh, I enjoyed that. It's a goofy horror comedy. So so stupid in a lot of ways, but so great. Then I went to Kill Baby Kill. Again, nothing really special about it. Just is what it is. Uh, then I went to uh, two movies, two palate cleansers here, I guess you could say. It was American, Mam American Mary was the first one. Directed by uh, two, two ladies that I'm a very big fan of, uh, the Saska sisters. Uh, American Mary, definitely check that out. And then a big palate cleanser was The Howling. Such a great werewolf movie. Two major thumbs up on that one. Uh, so that's You can't go wrong with the howling. Then I went to two movies that I had not seen in a long time. I remember being a big fan of them way back when. I'm still a giant fan of them. Um, Subspecies Part 2 and Subspecies Part 3. I'm a giant fan of these subspecies uh, movies. I think there's four of them. You don't need to see the first one. I suggest just starting at Part 2. 
uh, watching part two, definitely part three, um, and even part four, but I hadn't seen them in a long time, so I was very glad to re- re- revisit them. Um, let me go to some movies that I didn't like, a couple in a row. So we had Dead Time Stories, George Romero's Dead Time Stories, volume one, and Demonic Toys, all three got thumbs down for me. This <laughs> crap. Uh, then we went to the Roger Corman uh, directed for The House of Usher, featuring Vincent Price. Very, very Vincent Pricey. Very much enjoyed it. Uh, then we go to a very cool, uh, cool movie. It was called the UN, WNUF Halloween Special. It was shot like a 1980s news special. Like you were watching the news special complete with commercials. Um, that was very cool about going into a house and they thought it was haunted and it was just very, very, very well done. Um, let me go to someone, a great, a movie that I absolutely loved. It was probably made in the sixties by Hammer, uh, by the Hammer Horror Studios. Uh, never take candy from a stranger, uh, had to do, had to do with, a, a pedophile, but so masterfully done. So creepy. Um, two thumbs up on that one. Let me go to the 1979 Frank Langella version of Dracula. Just okay. Nothing special, but definitely okay. Uh, let me go to Terror Train featuring Jamie Lee Curtis in her 1980s in a horror movie uh, Blitz. It was all right. Uh, let me go to the Friday the 13th remake. This was a little bit of a palate cleanser. Um, always a fun time. Not the best Friday the 13th movie, but definitely not the worst. Um, let me go to Cult of Chucky. Uh, I enjoy that. It, it's a new twist on Chucky. It looks a little different, but it's still maintaining the Chucky story. <clears throat> uh, let me go to a movie I hadn't seen in, a, in quite some time called The, the Sentinel. Uh, I enjoyed that. Really, really cool graphics. Really cool uh, freaky things in it. Then a very big palate cleanser, The, the Mighty Fright Night, uh, featuring, again, Roddy McDowell, second time on this list. Uh, definitely recommend checking that out if you've never seen Fright Night. Let me go into a Spanguli special again. Uh, tarantula. Uh, just giant monster in the 60s. Yeah, just lots of cheesiness, lots of good stuff. Let me go to Society. What can I say about Society for anybody that's never seen it? It's probably the grossest film you'll ever see. It's very crazy and very repulsive. Repulsive is probably the word, I would say. Uh, let me go another another Roger Corman, Vincent Price movie, The Mask of the Red Death. Good watch all around. And let me go to a movie that I had had never seen. I don't know how I'd never seen this, but I loved it. it was From Beyond. There was that. Uh, and then we have We Go On, which is kind of like a ghost uh, haunting movie. Uh, not bad. A movie called Faults. Not bad again. Then we come to a movie that I had heard about had never seen and really enjoyed it was the the devil's candy incorporated horror incorporated heavy metal it's just like oh it's everything i love all in one then uh, again a movie that i've seen the vhs of vhs cover of many times but never the actual film is castle freak uh made by the same studios that did the subspecies movies it wasn't subspecies but it was worth them it was worth a watch let me go blood rage which i think i had to do with a tw- with twins and one was a killer and who had framed the other i think that sounds about right um, wouldn't watch it again, but it was all right. Uh, we come to the quiet room. I remember nothing about this. I don't know. Let me come back to the a, a palate cleanser with the slumber party massacre, the mighty slumber party massacre. 
good slasher movie directed by a woman in the early 80s. Uh, definitely a cool one. Let me got uh, Lyle. Lyle reminded me of Rosemary's Baby um, a lot. It was worth the watch. Good stuff. I enjoyed the houses that October, the houses October built part one so much that I watched the sequel, The Houses October Built Part Two. Again, another thumbs up. Oh, then we come to the one I was so angry with. Not because the movie was bad, but was so angry at because of the story and how it ended. Like I wanted, I wanted to cause harm to the character at the end. Uh, the which is the I think it's on Amazon. It's called The Lie. Oh man, what a what a movie. And then, uh, I think I mentioned this on an earlier episode, I watched Fire in the Sky again. Hadn't seen that in 20 plus years. Great UFO abduction, alien abduction movie. Um, let me go to The, the Devil Doll. I believe, believe that was a Spanguli movie. Coming next to The City of the Living Dead. Uh, I think this is a late 70s, early 80s zombie movie. Uh, very cool graphics. Lots of, uh, lots of gore in all the right ways. And we have The House on Willow Street. I think this is another possession movie. Uh, yes, this was a, a exorcism possession movie. It's worth the watch. Nothing great, nothing special, but you know, worth the watch. We come to Dead and Buried. Uh, I don't remember anything about this, uh, but it got a thumbs up, so I'm assuming that means it was good. Okay, here's here's one I I wanted. I, I I've heard so much about. I've heard so many good things about, but I could not. But I don't I don't I don't understand the hype the 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 love for this movie as I take a water break was Scream Part 4 I didn't get it I don't get what, I don't get the big deal about it it just felt like it was the same old Scream stuff the Sydney character I thought evolved well but like in terms of like the rest of the movie it was just the same old stuff eh whatever then became Night, Night Train to Terror this was another big thumbs down like a big old yep and then a movie I hadn't seen, probably because I knew it was going to be crap, and boy was I right, was the the Gingerbread Man featuring Gary Busey as the ginger, as a as a killer that gets brought back into the body of a gingerbread man. Think about that. Um, yeah, that <laughs> was not worth seeing, or maybe is worth seeing if you want to watch something really terrible. It was one of those so bad you might find entertainment in with it. I don't know. Then I watched a French film called Them. Uh, this was very reminiscent of like The Strangers. Um, I, I heard that this came in as, at a time when of like French cinema that was this was kind of like groundbreaking and re- revolutionary. I I felt like I had seen it before. I hadn't seen this movie, but I've seen like I've seen the concept so many times. Like I wasn't impressed. Um, the ending was pretty interesting. The nice little twist at the end. Um, then a great movie here, Sleep Tight. I think this was either Spanish. I think, I'm pretty sure this was a Spanish movie. Uh, God, what a good movie this was. I think this is a very, sorry, either 2020 or 2019. It's very, very recent. Um, this one was about a man who doesn't have the ability to feel happiness. So he's just miserable going through life. And his mission is to try to make other people unhappy. So that he, It's kind of like Misery Loves Company. Um, yeah, that was, that was great. Then, uh, let her out, uh, a good tried and true concept, uh, it, it got a thumbs up for me where a person realizes that they have a, that, that, that they were a twin and they absorbed their twin and there's, there's a little, there's a little piece, little itty bitty piece of twin left in them and the twin wants out finally. 
Uh, that was really cool. Then I have The Hallow. I think this was an Irish horror. Yes, this was, this was Irish horror. Uh, I enjoyed it. Definitely a thumbs up. Then I watched uh, Die, Monster, Die. Don't have anything written next to this, so it probably wasn't anything special. Um, yeah, nothing good, bad, or indifferent, apparently. Number uh, 103, a, a rewatch that I hadn't seen in a long time, Night of the Demons. Uh, Linnea Quigley, I think her name is? Yeah, in all her Linnea Quigley-ness. <laughs> uh, lots of cool graphics, lots, lots of cool special effects in this movie. Worth a watch. Um, then we go to Donald Sutherland in Don't Look Now. Hadn't seen this one in a long time. This is worth, this is worth the watch. Not an, not an overt horror movie, but it's a very cool movie. Then we had a cool one, uh, which makes you get paranoid about life, uh, called 13 Cameras. Uh, people rent a house, and the guy has hidden cameras all in the house, and he's watching them, and he screws with them, to put it lightly. Uh, definitely cool. Let me go to a palate cleanser. Uh, I think it's like 2017-ish. The the witch, uh, very dark and brooding and quiet, and you just you know things are going bad, and you just oh yeah, you're just waiting for it. Such a good movie. Uh, and we come from the witch. We go to a big thumbs down one called And Then You Die. I remember nothing about this at all. Um, so at this point, I'm past my total last year. So at this point, I said I'm gonna watch whatever. And fortunately, AMC was just playing horror movies non-stop <clears throat> so we started we, we go to halloween six the curse of michael myers i'm actually okay with this movie uh it's i feel like it's i like the portrayal of michael myers in it more so than a lot of the other sequels so i do i enjoy it uh we're gonna went from here to a movie that i had seen last year and i still love it it's called tales of halloween a fun fun anthology film um then we go to 10 slash 31 so 10 31 uh another another uh anthology film i don't remember it wasn't as good as tales of halloween so i remember not liking it as much and i think i watched them back to back then we go to talon falls which is again another one of those haunted house things you're gonna go i mean like attraction uh, haunted house attraction, and people are really dying, and they think it's part of the part of the uh, part of the attraction. Uh, it was all right, but nothing great. Let me go to House of the Witch. I remember, I remember nothing about this. Uh, after House of the Witch, we go to another Roger Corman, uh, Vincent Price, Tomb of Lygia. Uh, it's, it was worth the watch if you like Corman and Vincent Price. Let um, me go to Friday the Thirteenth Part Seven, The New Blood, The Kane Hodder. Uh, Jason, first introduction to Kane Hodder. Uh, always a good time. It's Kane Hodder. It's Jason. It's uh, one of my fa- one of my favorite zombie Jason films. Not the favorite, but one of them. Uh, then we go to The Hills Have Eyes Two, the original one, which I didn't like. As first time I'd seen it, I did not like it as much as the original Hills Have Eyes. Um, from here, uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part One, the original one, nineteen eighty. Uh, love this movie. Love, love everything about it. One day I will talk about, um, about about my adventure going to Camp Crystal Lake and everything up, everything to do with that. Um, let me go with the Halloween. Let me go with the Halloween Blitz. So let me come part four, part five, the original, which is I watched just before I, I recorded the pri- the prior uh, podcast, Halloween Resurrection, which is still a piece of garbage. <laughs> and then Halloween two. And then we took a break and watched a Svengoolie special, the classic Frankenstein meets the Wolfman. Loved it. 
love it. Love, love the when I first saw it. Will love it till the day I die. Um, <clears throat> just a lot of a lot of nostalgia, a lot of a lot of great universal um, craziness with it. Then a, a rewatch of Halloween Six: The Curse of Michael Myers, and a rewatch of Halloween on actual Halloween. And then the movie that ended this list, number one hundred and twenty-five. If you're still listening to this, I give you credit. Um, was the Nightmare Before Christmas? That was my official ending of the season. The segue from night from Halloween to Christmas. Such a great movie. I gotta say, so much crap. So uh, a lot of good finds. A lot of I don't need to I don't need to see again type things. Um, but such a labor of love. I don't want to do this again next year. I don't want to have to top that. that that's, that's a lot of movies. But I will say though. I did write down a few that I found to be and be very good, um, and definitely I'd recommend to anybody. Uh, the Color Out of Space, definitely a great movie. Um, the Legend of Hell House, this is again this is made in the '70s, very good spooky uh, haunted house movie. Ghost Story from the late '70s, early '80s, very cool movie. Had a great feel to it, great vibe, awesome, awesome acting. Um, Never take candy from a stranger. That's that movie, uh, the Hammer, the Hammer film, uh, dealing with uh, a pedophile. Uh, such a creepy movie, uh, very masterfully done. I heavily recommend that one. Um, and then from there, uh, from beyond, if you liked Reanimator, this has Reanimator vibes to it because it has some of the same actors. Uh, very cool effects on this one. I really, I really, really love this movie. Uh, the Devil's Candy, again, that mix has a very nice mixture of horror and heavy metal. Uh, it's a very cool movie. Heavily recommend that. Uh, Sleep Tight, that's the movie about the, about the gentleman that cannot feel happiness and wants other people to be unhappy. Um, I remember a couple times, uh, I don't curse on this show, so I'm not going to curse, but I remember being like, the, per- the character would do something and I would go, oh, you are a bleep. Like, this out loud. Um... So yeah, I heavily recommend that. Um, and then the houses, October built part one and two. I thought that I thought they were fun watches. They were they were good finds. But yes, this is the end of Halloween season, the end of the list, the end of the uh, marathon, the blitz. And I topped last year, and hopefully I don't have to do this again next year. Please, Vic, remind yourself: do not do this again next year. I hope you enjoy listening to this. Uh, if anything, for me, this this fifty minutes was me was a break out of the reality of the present week, out of the craziness of the world right now. And um, I think now I'm going to have a cocktail. I'm going to go light a fire. I'm going to sit outside because this is a beautiful November evening. Um, and then until next time, I have some good stuff in the works, some really good shows that I'm planning with some cool guests. I'm very excited for. Be on the lookout for them. And if you've made it this far, I thank you for listening. I thank you for tuning in. I guess the what you're supposed to say is like, rate, subscribe, comment. I don't know. I don't care. Listen if you want. Hopefully you're finding some entertainment in this. I'm having fun doing it one way or the other. With that being said, I put a bow on the Halloween season. It is over until next year. Although us diehards, we live it all year round. So until next time, my friends, have a spooky night, a rocking day. Um, Be well, stay well, hang on there during these crazy times. And until next time, see you later.